Hey, today I've got Connor McCluskey on the show talking about BombBomb, talking about lead follow-up, talking about how to get our listings sold and achieve our 20-year vision. Today's show is going to rock. For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey, welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Today, I've got my good friend Connor McCluskey from BombBomb, and we're answering your questions. So first of all, Connor, for you know all of our friends out there watching The Tom Ferry Show, for the people that don't know, I'm talking awfully fast. For the people that don't know who you are and what BombBomb is, give them like the two seconds. Like, who is Connor McCluskey? Yeah, so Connor McCluskey, I'm CEO of BombBomb. Uh, we make it easy to create simple videos and send them through email, text, and social. Um, created that about 11 years ago. Um, out of the need, I was a salesperson. I actually used to sell billboards and basically needed to stay in front of my clients uh, every month. And so I said, how can I send me through email? And oh, yeah. built a little technology, threw it together, and about... 80 people called me the next day and said, give us the name of the company that did that. And I said, I quit and started uh, BombBomb. I've known this guy forever. I've never heard that. I had to get on the Tom Ferry Show with you to yeah. actually hear that. That's an incredible story. What a great story of innovation. And I've been in this conversation with all my friends on video first marketing. Video first. So we got lots of stuff to cover though, but let's, mm -hmm. let's jump in now. They, they get some context for you and just the size of your business, how many teammates, how many employees, so they get mm -hmm. a, a sense of the size yeah. of the business? We're about uh, 120 employees. We have 25,467 as of this morning customers wow. across the globe. Um, and yeah, just been growing it for 11 years. What percentage of those are, are real estate professionals, mortgage professionals, title, et cetera? About 65%. Okay, so about six, yep. so big big chunk of them in the real estate space. Big chunk in real estate. Cool. So we got we got six questions from from friends on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, so I'm going to answer them. You can answer them. We're just going to kind of jump in and just riff. So uh, the first question we got was, Hey Tom, where should I spend my time as an agent who wants to grow? That's kind of a generic question. So we can go about 30 different directions. So I would ask you first, what, what are your thoughts on that? Somebody wants to grow their business. Where do they need to spend their time? You know, I, I, I think about things very simple. I'm a simple man. Um, and I would just say focus. Do one thing mm -hmm. and start today. Do one thing right and just start doing it. Whether it's video first making or phone calls, you make a phone houses. call, whatever that is, I would just say focus would be the simple answer to that. So I would, I would go this direction. I would say you need to follow your plan and plan is actually an acronym. Prospect, do lead follow-up, go on appointments and negotiate contracts. And if I added an S on there, plans, I would say follow your schedule, specifically your marketing schedule. Now, all of that is, is kind of generic. So let me give you something I'd think about. Um, as, we, as we finish the year and we go into 2018, if you look at what's moving the needle today in marketing and growth, it's a couple things. You've got the opportunity to arbitrage lead generation from Google, from Facebook, from Zillow, from Realtor, et cetera, where you're, you're basically going to spend money to generate a large number of leads, to convert a percentage of them, to make money. So that's an obvious opportunity for you to grow. I would also ask you to consider in this video first marketing, I think it's irresponsible for people today to not be sharing your wisdom. Similar to the, the phone calls you were getting from clients saying, you know, what's this technology you're using? And you're like, I don't know, I just made it up. Maybe I should build a company. 
I think it's irresponsible for you today to have all this information on the market and be waiting for someone else to come ask you, hey, how's the market? Or tell me what's going on here in Little Rock in the low end. Um, so I think you need to be spending a lot more time every single week creating meaningful content that answers the questions of your customers. We did an exercise a couple weeks ago. I had about 500 of our best clients in Brooklyn. Big shout out to Brooklyn. And, and one of the exercises was, what are all the pain points that people experience in a real estate transaction. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because we've got New York City brokers, they're talking about co-ops and board packs, but we're also talking about, you know, the challenges with mortgage or just the lack of communication from the other agent. So they made up a list of like 35 pain points and then I flipped it on them and said, it's probably unlikely that you're gonna be like Amazon and eliminate every one of the pain points, but what you could do is you could shoot a video giving them three tips, two strategies, mm -hmm. five things to do, yeah. mistakes to avoid, and I saw light bulbs going off. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? It does. So, you know, you gotta do some prospecting every day, you gotta do some lead follow-up every day, you gotta know your daily number, you gotta follow up, gotta get appointments, because that's the blocking and tackling of this business. I would just challenge you to say you got to spend more time sharing what it is you know on all the most important platforms because at the end of the day, we all want inbound, right? We want inbound. I want them to call and say, Connor, you're the expert. Yep. What do I need to do? Mm -hmm. You're the expert. What do I need to do? If you're not playing in that game, I think that in a 2018 environment, you're not going to have the kind of growth you want. So that's the first question. Number two, um, good question. A lot, a lot of people building teams. You've watched this evolution. You guys serve. We serve that area. Yep. What do you look for when hiring new team members? What do you look for in hiring new team members? So this could be their first assistant, it could be a sales associate, it could be a marketing director, but we're just talking people. So what do you look for? When, I mean, you guys have a lot of employees. Yeah, we, what do you look, look, for? we look for value alignment. And so we look at uh, when people, we make people use our product when they, when, so they have to go start a free trial of BombBomb Bomb and actually eat the dog food kind yeah. of and, and send us a video. And through that, we learn a lot from, from that video when yep. they come in, their attitude, you know, what, what kind of person they're going to be. They're shooting a the video way. and they're not even looking at the camera yeah. and they're <laughs> right, and nervous. And you'd be surprised, you get people like, swearing or doing 10 cuts and they don't realize that that's all in their account. We can see that. So it's, uh, yeah. So we look at, you know, that fit and like, are they excited when they come in the office? Yes. Are they, are they, do they have that positive attitude? Do they have mm -hmm. that love? And, and you don't, you get that face to face. Yes. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would tell you that with every person we're talking to, we're hiring people all the time, got 315-ish mm -hmm. people all in company-wide now. Um, number one is, are they a cultural fit, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what that means for us is, are they positive? Are they enthusiastic? Are they pro-growth? Are they the kind of person that wants to learn and get better, mm -hmm. right? And, and you can ask those, like, how many books do you have on your bookshelf? What was the last book you read? Mm -hmm. um, do you spend any time on YouTube? If so, what do you watch? And you get a sense for what people are doing. If they're like, all I do is watch the news every day. We're like, hey, have a nice day, go away, right? Because mm -hmm. CNN is probably not gonna help you. You with yeah. me? Um, so that's one. Obviously, we do a disc profile on everybody coming in. Because mm. you, know, you kind of discover mm. that if you want somebody in ops, like your, your backend handling, your escrows and your transactions, mm -hmm. you know, D driver is probably pretty good. You know, S for steady, mm -hmm. right? C for calculated. Those are probably pretty good. I don't want high I and influence creatives 
working on my escrows and my transactions. <laughs> I mean, things will get done, but will it be correct? You with me? So um, I love the app Crystal Knows. Have you checked that out yet? No. So Crystal Knows, big shout out to Crystal Knows. It's a Google product or one of the Google Venture products. Okay. You, you go into your LinkedIn profile. You, you basically get the free app, like BombBomb, mm -hmm. right? Kind of thing, free app. Um, I did the paid version, 49 mm -hmm. bucks, absolutely worth it. I click on Connor McCluskey, I hit the Crystal Knows app, and it gives me about 85% accuracy. Your disk profile, how to communicate with you, how to talk to you, how to open my dialogue with you, wow. what to avoid. In my, so it gives me all of the behavioral assessment mm -hmm. I want. I don't make phone calls and talk to people without going to Crystal Knows first and just getting a quick glance. Mm -hmm. So that's a little tip you might want to look at beyond as you're adding people to your team. Um, but the most important thing for us is coachability. Right? So are you the mm. kind of person that is Humility. Like, like, hey, I want to get better. Help me get better. If you're a know-it-all, if you think you've got, you know, your, your, I was about to say, you know, blank don't stink, right? I even blanked it out myself. Like, if you're one of those kind of people, we don't want you in our environment because we're a pro-growth environment, mm -hmm. which implies, even though it's me against me, I want to get better, right? So if yep. you're doing something that's great, I want to R&D it. Yep. Does that make sense? That does. Cool. All right. Let's go to question number three. Uh, all right. So this will be fun from your standpoint. My listing isn't selling. What do I do? You got any input on that? <laughs> you can pass. I, 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 I'm a hustler. So I would just go and start calling everybody that I know or follow mm -hmm. up or, I mean, I would just start doing things. I'm an executor, like I'm yeah. gonna go make it happen. Yep. And when things aren't going right, I just start executing. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, and there's no doubt at the end of the day, get stuff done, make mm -hmm. things happen. Um, I would tell you that if you have a listing right now in this environment that isn't selling, now forget the, the, the market cycle, forget the fact that mm -hmm. maybe it's that time of the year, you know, you push that stuff aside. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve Harney, right, what did he yeah. tell us? If the property isn't compelling, it's not selling. Mm. So um, I'm hearing a lot of dialogue around this from a lot of our clients. They love that line. If you're not using that line today, um, you're just you're missing a competitive advantage. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if the property's not compelling, it's not selling. Another one I'm hearing from a lot of our members are saying, if the property isn't Pinterest ready, mm. we shouldn't put it on the market. Yeah. Because what do we know today? People are going to video, they're going to mm -hmm. photos, and they're, they're looking for that perfect house. Now, when we talk about compelling, I would ask you to consider this, because maybe the house is compelling, but in every marketplace and at every price point, there's gonna be different things that cause that property to stand out. So, you know, compelling properties aren't always the turnkey perfect. Sometimes it's the beater, it's the fixer, it's the lot that has more value than the actual property on it. Yep. So, if you know all that stuff and you're sharing that with your seller, that's good. If all else fails, here's the general rule of thumb. If you're not getting three showings a week, 12 showings a month, it's simply overpriced. That's all it is. Mm. If you're not getting three showings a week, 12 showings a month, it's overpriced, period. So the dialogue, and I'm, I'm, I'll just give you some scripts to consider. So, you know, Mr. Seller, I want to bring you up to speed in the last you know, 120 days. I want to tell you what's happening in terms of the market, right? Here's what's selling, here's what's not selling, your typical seller market update. But then what I like to say is, so, so Connor, right now at that $350,000 price, let me explain what's happening, right? The brokers are calling me and saying, the house is great, it looks terrific, just not at that price. The market is telling us if you don't adjust the price, 
it's going to be on the market for a lot longer. But most importantly, the buyer feedback is telling us we love the house, but for the difference in price, I can go buy something else and upgrade it the way I want it to do. So, mm -hmm. so my question for you is, because you know me, I want to sell your house for $3 million, right? I'm incentivized mm -hmm. to sell the property for as much as I can. And yet the buyers have spoken, the brokers have spoken, and most importantly, the market has spoken. So what would you guys like to do? Sell this dang thing. Right? Now, they don't always do that. What do they normally do? Well, God darn it, you need to advertise more. You need to market more. So, so at the end of the day, I think it just comes down to being very honest with people, mm. having the facts in front of you, having all the comps in front of you. So if you have a listing right now that's not selling, is it compelling? If it's not, if it's not Pinterest ready, then it might be okay to maybe hit the pause button. Don't take it off the market because everybody's going to call it as an expired listing. So don't do that. But go back and ask yourself, what can we do to make this property a little more show ready so it really entices the buyers, right? P buyers want to walk in today and say it's turnkey, it's perfect, or it's an opportunity. Those are the big sellers. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Connor, ooh, I love this one because it's that kind of, it's that time of the year. What are your best tips for business planning and life planning? Yeah, so for us, so what I do personally and professionally with our team is, we use a, a product called Gazelles or the book Scaling 2.0. Yes, Vern Har I've told Ver them about Vern Harnish. Vern Harnish. Yes. Um, it was the Rockefeller Habits back yes. when I originally read it and yep. implemented it. I have literally, we've been in business for 11 years. I've been, I have nine years. I have a, I have a binder that's that thick of the originals before we went digital. Yes. And it's amazing because what it does is it forces you to look out at your big 30,000 foot and then break it down into your 10 year, your three year, or three to five year, your one year and your quarterly. And it gives you, it brings alignment to the team. Yes. And, and it, it's, it's amazing when you go back and you look at these things, the, the goals that you miss mm -hmm. are never the important goals. Yeah. You go back and you say, why did I even set that stupid goal? Yeah. And you go back and the ones that when you set those goals, it, 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 it aligns the business and then you can go back and it's just, it's a system. There's a ton of them out there. Mm -hmm. They, they all basically do the same thing. It's strategic planning. It's yep. whatever, it, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Four disciplines of execution. Mm -hmm. it, um, I'm um, a big fan of Vern Harnish also. I was actually mm -hmm. looking for the book, but it's sitting at my house right yeah. now with mm -hmm. every page is dog-eared with all my notes. Yeah. The one page business plan is absolutely great. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so we, we do it. We, we show it to our whole company. We align everybody to it. And it's all based off of values and then your big purpose. Your, and you probably talked about yep. exponential organizations, yep. you know, your, your massive transformative purpose. And then you're aligning this company and where we're going. So like people want to come to work mm -hmm. with a place that has actual purpose. Yeah. And so when you align people with that and then connect those to goals and values, you can really add value not only to the world, to yourself and drive to goals that actually matter. He's a smart dude. He's in my mastermind group. That's why we hang out. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it a little more, I'm gonna go to the individual. So, so this is my basic belief. I think the vast majority of people lack patience. Mm -hmm. I think the vast majority of people have an expectation that things should be easy. I think the vast majority of people um, are willing to sprint a little bit, but they don't understand that life's a marathon. So mm. I would challenge you to say, especially as you're sitting here this time of the year, is 
I like to do this exercise where I go 20 years out in my life. And I know that freaks some people out, but like, you know, you're planning to be alive, right? So you can go out 20 years. And then I imagine how I want my life to be. Now I've shared this with you guys before. It's my 20 year vision. So I'm, I'm two years into a 20 year vision and it starts out with Kath and I are happily married. We've been married for 43 years, right? So it starts with like the end result in mind. What would be the most extraordinary life for my wife, my family, my kids? Mm -hmm. And I start there and I envision like, you know, my sons throwing my grandkids in the Mm -hmm. air. And this is all 20 years out, all written inside Evernote. But I just got present to this, that when I know where I'm going, in this case, five years or 10 years or 20 years or 30 years out, when I know where I'm going, Then the punch in the face on a Tuesday as the CEO or the deal falling apart or missing an airplane or not hitting a goal, (laughs) it doesn't doesn't have the same weight, right? Mm -hmm. But but see, when I don't know where I'm going and I have a minor disruption, (laughs) I'm completely derailed. Mm -hmm. So so what I would wish um, beyond your health and vitality and you and your family is for you to take the time to say it's 20 years from now and my life is exactly how I want it to be. What does it look like? my relationship, my physical side, my emotional side, my spiritual side. And, and here's the thing, you're making it all up anyway, right? So don't write yourself in as the victim, write yourself in as the hero, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. my relationship's working, it's better than it's ever been, my kids and I are connected, my business is amazing, I saved a lot of money, I made a lot of investments. Mm-hmm. I describe in detail the lifestyle that we want 20 years from now. When I read it to my wife, she's like, Baby, hurry up, make that happen. I want to do that. Yeah, that's, that's what my that wife sounds does. Good. Yeah, I want to be a part of that. So, so I think, you know, I would say to you, first is that 20-year vision, right? And then, obviously, from a tactical standpoint, get to TomFerry.com, you know, download the new business plan. Because as Connor was saying, like, you know, we use some of the Gazelle product as well for our business. This is built exactly for you, where you can sit there and say, okay, I want to do $200,000 mm-hmm. in GCI. I'm going to have this much in expense. I want this much in profit. I want to save this much. I want to pay off this much in debt. And then we break down all the numbers, right? What's your average sales price? How many listings? How many buyers? How many leases? And then how many conversations you need to have? And then what are your lead sources? Mm-hmm. What's your marketing tracking? It's, you know, at the end of the day, people are lazy. People aren't patient. They expect too much too fast. Mm-hmm. They totally overestimate what they can do in a year and they dramatically underestimate what can be accomplished in a decade. I mean, look at you now in your business 11 years later, right? With us 14 years later, yep. but we've been, we've been helping people for our entire adult life, yeah. right? So I would challenge you to say, get clear on what you want in the future. Like really, 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 really get clear on what you want in the future. And even if it's slightly vague, mm-hmm. I'm healthy, right? What does that mean, right? I'm wealthy, what does that mean? Write it all out, because it will make the realities of life and business, the upsets a little easier. That'd be my advice. All right, that was a big question and we could have gone for days on that one. We could have, I love, I'm passionate about that. Yeah, it's something I get fired up. All right, easy one. Uh, I think they knew you were coming into the office. Most important follow-up tips to win business today. Yeah, I mean, it's what we do. It's what I built the company on. Stay face-to-face with your people. Um, when, When you take the time to record a video to an individual person, yeah. even if it's only 15 seconds, that like that comes from the heart that you actually care about those yep. that person on the other side. It not only transforms that person on the other side that gets that and knows that you care, but it transforms you. And when you give your heart, I'm talking about love, I'm talking, you know, the warm fuzzy things, but 
do that. Get face to face. Show them that you care. Care. Care about the people because they are bringing you business and, and it's the circle of life. It is, it is a thing that when you care about other people, it's going to come back and yeah, Yeah. it matters. Yeah. People matter. So I would say that times 11,000, right? Because it's relationships first, right? Mm -hmm. And we know an email goes pretty far and a text goes pretty far, but a video we just know goes farther. We got all the stats, right? The epidemic of faceless is being, being basically solved. Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell you this. Um, So we talk about back on the planning thing, your daily number, right? So the daily number is, you know, take the total number of transactions you want to do and then you times it by 40. That's our average. We have clients that talk to Mm -hmm. 17 people and make a sale and we got people that are newer in the business that maybe talk to 80, 90, 100. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, the average is 40 conversations. So if I want to do 20 transactions, 800 conversations, Mm -hmm. half to your database, half to new, right? That's all inside the plan. But the other number is the number of follow-up conversations I want to have every day. Follow-up conversations. So I would stress to you this. It, we did a Tom Ferry show on this. It's about you know the first 10 days, how many times you're going to reach out to him. All of the studies show between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning is the first most optimal time to follow up on your leads. Mm-hmm. So if you're waiting to do lead follow-up around 11.30 before everybody goes to lunch, you're basically saying, I'm going to forego Baylor University study and you know all these major universities that said, this is the first best time. And then from 4 to 6 is the mm-hmm. second best time. So I would literally tell my clients, if you want to really grow, we know that all the real engagement is in not the first call close. It's in following up the mm-hmm. sixth time, the seventh time. Big shout out to Josh Rubin from New York City who just said to me, I'm taking this buyer out who I started working with six years ago. The reason why he is one of the most successful agents on the planet, the same reason why so many of our clients talk about their success is that they've been following up and nurturing these mm-hmm. relationships forever. So eight to 10, four to six, that'd be my first thing. Second thing, you've got to go multi-channel, right? So in today's environment, I'm not just going to call and do my follow-up. I'm going to call, I'm going to text, I'm going to email, I'm going to send a video, I'm going to go into Facebook, I'm going to send them a private message there, I'm going to try and connect with them on LinkedIn. I'm going to unturn every possible stone to connect in the most important medium that they're comfortable in. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, Follow-up today is like, where are they in rapport? Mm -hmm. So if they love Instagram, I'm on Instagram. I'm going to connect with them there. I can send them a message there. I'm going to do whatever it takes because at the end of the day, here's the biggest thing I get. The vast majority of people won't do it. Right? All That's the studies the key show. Difference. Yeah. They, they're never going to do video. Show oh my up. God, does my hair look right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, does your hair look right, Connor? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the, you no. know, we get stopped by that. You know, well, I don't want to bug them. Right? And yet every great agent I know, I was talking to Maxine Gellens, who is arguably... Mm-hmm. She's a legendary real estate professional in La Jolla, California. Mm -hmm. She does video. She's like, you got to call him, you got to text him, you got to bug him. Because if you don't bug him, they're going to run into someone Mm -hmm. and go, oh, we've been thinking about buying a house. And they're at an open house and they go, oh, I'll just go direct with the listing agent. And you're out of the deal because you didn't follow up. So I'm telling you right now, my friends, if you don't get anything else out of this show, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. And as soon as you think you're bugging them or you've done it enough, follow up 500 more times. Like that's how you win. It yes. works. All right. Uh, last question. So I've been so I've been talking a lot about level ten. They've been seeing these T-shirts I made. This you versus you. So the question is like, what are some of your rules uh, for operating at level ten? I'm taking the long question and just simplifying it. So Connor, when I talk level ten, I'm really talking about me versus me, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking about me being at my very best, and 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 doing it with this sort of attitude of. 
I have no apologies for being positive. I have no apologies for not really caring about the political situation. Mm -hmm. I have no apologies, like new tax bill, I'm like they'll figure it out. And you know, when they do, yep. we're gonna figure it out because complaining doesn't help. So I have this kind of this strange attitude for a lot of people. So that's me for level 10. But you have your version of like you at your best. Are there any rules that you would wanna share? Like how you sort of govern yourself to stay positive and optimistic and moving forward? And you know, a great family, wife, kids, business, Mm -hmm. celebrity on the Tom Ferry show, what are, what are your rules? Yeah, so I mean, the thing that keeps me centered is every day I kind of say, hey, God, who do you have for me today? And how do I stay focused on people? And because you can walk through your day and just blow by people. Yeah. Just blow so by true. people and you're like, going, 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 I got all these goals Follow and all this up, stuff and I gotta make calls and yep. and then but like what we did in your office going by and being like this is this person this is the other Tom we met yeah. and we're gonna sit down and I'm gonna be like what's going on in Tom's the other Tom not yeah. this Tom's yeah. life yeah. and care about this person yeah and and it was amazing like I was thinking through my last week and I was like I didn't care about anybody last week I I like didn't stop yep. and like I was seeing people in the bathroom and they're like telling me how they like had this, you know, issue with insurance and blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of blew by and I was like, there was an opportunity for me to step into those people's lives and just, and, and at the very least listen and care. And yeah. so when, when I'm operating at a level 10, it's I'm putting people first and caring about them. And, and that is, that is the best part of my day is when I actually am able to connect in that way mm -hmm. and think about people because that brings joy to my life. That gets me to that goal yeah. of being with my kids and having grandkids. When Tom told me that about mm -hmm. his life, I was mm -hmm. like, I want that too. Yeah, grandkids. This is, this is a great thing. And so, but making an impact in people's lives. And, and as a real estate professional, you get to do that at the most fundamental level of people because they're going through the most emotional Handling transaction. Most Housing. Like, I mean, yes. basic needs, yep. most emotional transaction they'll ever go through. Yep. And so you really have this opportunity and, and it is an opportunity for yep. people. And so that's my level 10, caring about people. I love that. By the way, that reminds me of a wonderful book I read last week by the Harvard Business Review. So those short books, I yep. think they took like mm -hmm. one book this big and carved it into a bunch of short ones. And it's in the Emotional Intelligence series. Ooh, yeah. So we should link it up guys. Harvard Business Review, Emotional Intelligence series. Mm -hmm. And the book is on empathy, empathy. And you, when you look at what oh. we do, so for me, level 10 is like, I kind of lose track of time because I just, I want to connect with people, mm -hmm. right? Like that's my, like my, mo my most basic desire is to connect mm -hmm. and to have impact and you know, all of that stuff that we all get in relationships. This book, this book on empathy about the seven different ways that we listen to people for that alone, it's like in the second or third mm. chapter, for that alone, strongly recommend it. So here's what I'll tell you around, around rules. I'm, I'm actually doing a lot of work on this with my former co-author, Laura Morton of Life by Design. And you know, she's like, hey, I like this level 10 thing. The, the challenge with me sharing my rules, right, is my rules are my rules, right? Your rules, like we're gonna have things that are obviously, you know, everybody can be mm -hmm. impacted by. Yeah. But the thing I would ask you to think about is this, what is your level 10 energy? What is your level 10 relationship? Mm -hmm. What is your level 10 business? Like what is you at level 10? And if you just take the time to say, you know what? 
I'll make it even easier. Super you versus normal you. If I put a cape on your back and you went, dun dun dun, dun, dun what time does that person wake up in the morning? If you took the cape off, what time does that person wake up in the morning? What, you know, how does super you go to the gym? How does normal you go to the gym? That's the easiest way to look at it. And again, it's not, it's not me, certainly, versus my trainer, Richard Farley Jr., big shout out to Richard, because he's, right, he's like giant. I, I'm not he's gonna compete with that. I'm gonna try and compete to be me against me. Mm -hmm. That's really what Level 10 is about. It's about you declaring who are you at your very best. Mm. And I don't mean this to be motivational at all. I mean it to be life transformational. Because the moment you stop trying to please everybody else, the moment you stop competing against everybody else, right, and you give all that stuff up and say, on my deathbed, it's only going to be me versus me. Mm -hmm. So how do I want to be as a spouse? How do I want to be in my business? How do I want my energy to be? How do I want my attitude to be? When I walk in a room, am I an energy-sucking vampire that has all the living plants er, die? Yes, some of you that are watching this, that may be you. Or when I walk into a room, do I want to bring good energy to the room? Do I want to be that person mm -hmm. that, that people call and say, hey man, I need some help and would you recommend? And, and not that I'm always going to be give, 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 even though that's who we are, we're bucket fillers, but that comes back to us. So. That'd be my advice. I know that's, that's probably all over the map and my poor video guys are like, all right, Tom, focus. So you ready? Recap. If it's not selling, it's not compelling. Follow up, eight to 10, four to six, you gotta use video, obviously, right? If that listing isn't selling, we know what we gotta do. We know what we gotta do on follow up, business plan, download it, read that emotional intelligence book on empathy. I'm going through all of our lists. Growth, you know, you gotta be spending time creating content. If you're not answering the questions of your customers, the number one leading indicator of a seller right now is 18 months out, I'm working on home improvement. I'm fixing my home for sale. Where are your 25 videos on home improvement? Three things to do to your bathroom, three things not to do. My friends, you got a lot of ideas inside this show. Now it's about execution, so what are you gonna do? So Connor, any closing thoughts for our friends out there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. I can't wait to read all the comments. Thank you. Keep sending all the questions and wishing you your best day ever. Talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, you're the kind of person like me who's always looking for great stuff, new ideas, innovation, and ways to improve my life and my business. Check out the link below at tomferry.com forward slash agent dash tools because I've got lots of great stuff for you there. Hey, thanks so much for watching. If you want more of this, make sure you subscribe to our channel.